Hello, and welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today I have one of such an amazing friend, business supporter, friend supporter, someone I just look up to. I have Jacqueline. Jacqueline, please say hi. Hi, thank you for having me, Jess. Thank you so much for coming on. So, you know, we talk a lot on here about hobbies and things that are important. I specifically talk about why journaling is important, why I write my diary, why I brain dump, and any way you call it, right? I know it's important, but how do we make it important? How do we make time for it? And I know you love journaling. I know it's something you make important into your life. So tell me about your journaling habits. Yeah, so I have a non-negotiable morning routine of about 20 minutes of journaling. And I do this Monday to Friday, anytime I'm working. So unless I've taken the day off, so I am an entrepreneur. So it's sort of similar, I guess, to a job though. I decide I'm not working today. If I'm taking the day off, if I have you know a family event or something going on. So unless I've taken the day off, I do this 20 minute habit every Monday to Friday, no matter what. And I've kept it 20 minutes because it's doable even when I'm busy. And I could probably do it in 10 on the really busy days and check all the boxes of the things I want to do. And some days when I have the space, I journal for hours when I need it. When I feel like I'm really feeling down, my mindset's really negative. I really want to work on some new beliefs. I have a new idea in my business. So my journaling sometimes turns into like business strategy. It kind of all fits together because my goals are all related. So this can apply to you, whether you have a business or not, because your journaling can kind of turn into goal setting and planning and mapping out the goals as opposed to just writing them down. And I love this because it gives me flexibility. No matter what, I'm committed to what I would call my minimum standard of this is what I'm going to do for myself, no matter what, unless I'm sick or have another obligation that I'm not working that day. But other than that, this is what I'm doing. Even when I travel, I do it in the airport because I travel a lot for my business and it's a non-negotiable. And then I feel into myself intuitively. If I need more, I'll give myself that time if I'm able to. And sometimes I'm not able to take that time just because even though I need it, I have meetings, I have things on my calendar, in which case I'll try to take it later in the day, in the evening, whenever I can get a chance to pick up my journal again, I will. I love that. And I love the beginning where you said it's 20 minutes. It's non-negotiable. We're going to totally jump into boundaries in a hot second, but I want to talk about, right. You talked, you said it's already 20 minutes a day. We know that you're busy. You're a business owner. You're speaking, you're coaching everything in between. How did it even start? Gosh, years ago, it probably started in 2019. So I started my business back in 2016 and I essentially failed for two and a half years and hit a rock bottom moment at the end of 2018, wanting to give up my business, try to just get a job. And I turned to personal development in this rock bottom. And I started reading books and listening to podcasts and started journaling and it started just with the journal that I use today, actually, which is Rachel Hollis's Start Today Journal. And I just wrote down my goals and gratitude every morning. And that part of the journaling habit for me really only takes five minutes, maybe. It's pretty quick. And that just became something I did in my morning. 
And five minutes, I mean, why wouldn't I do it? It made me feel good. It made me feel excited about my goals. And if I wasn't excited about my goals, I don't know. I don't even, I think I wouldn't be excited about life at all. I think I would just be like a floating blob, completely unfulfilled. I think goals and pursuing them, the pursuit of goals is the creator of joy for, I believe everyone. And it could be goals in your personal life. Like I want to cook an even better pasta dish, or I want to work on my garden. It could be goals in your professional life. Like you want to move up in your career or build a business. It could be goals in your relationship. I want to bicker less. I want to go on more dates, I, whatever it is, right? It doesn't really matter, but the pursuit of those things and the pursuit of something better for our lives and becoming a better version of ourselves and getting closer and closer to this vision that is always evolving with us creates that spark for life. And so being able to start my day with that spark in mind made me feel so shifted even when I was so far off from my goals, even though two weeks prior to starting this habit, I wanted to give up on all of them. And that's really powerful. So it started there and it's evolved over the years to different seasons. I think that life definitely comes in seasons and we need different things in different seasons. But the season I'm in right now, in addition to the gratitude and the goals, I also write down more specific short-term goals for my business. So for the month, what my monthly income goal is, I usually set goals for the different programs or coaching packages I have available, how many people I'd love to see in them. And then I write down specific affirmations that I'm working on that I want to integrate into my life, into the person I'm showing up as that I really want to rewire into my brain. And they're really uh, pertinent to whatever's going on in my life and whatever I feel is holding me back. So I'll do that. And then that's the basics. And then if there's anything else I feel like I need to work through or I feel inspired on, that's what I'll add to it. I love when you, how you start it. Cause I think that's where a lot of us start any habit, right? It's when we're at the bottom when we just don't know what to do. What are we thinking about? How do I handle this? Um, what's my next move? It's all that unknown. And I think what you did is what I really try to preach is show up for yourself, right? So how are you showing up for yourself at your lowest? right? Um, I think we set the standards on our love, our stand, our boundaries, our respect for ourselves. So when we say, I'm at my lowest, I don't know where to go from here. I'm about to give up on a dream that I want so bad. What do I do next? Well, that's what you did. You said, well, I'm going to read positive personal development. They're telling me that journaling is important. Well, heck, it's going to take me five minutes. Let me start there. And I think telling them, talking about that, focusing on that, it's five minutes a day, right? So I always say when you're starting a habit or a goal, one to five minutes, what does that look like to you, right? So there's bite-sized pieces and you really broke it down on the sense of what am I writing about? Because I think sometimes you go, well, I have a book, I have my pen, now what, right? So I know I, this is my next now what step. And so just something as, well, what's my goal, right? I want, like you were saying, maybe I want to do a different kind of cooking tonight. Maybe I want to find a new recipe. Maybe I want to try that new workout. Maybe I want to decor the house, right? All these different goals that I want, write them down, right? Getting them out of your head, writing them all down. And I like the last part, gratitude. And maybe we can kind of just like hit home on that just a tad, because I think gratitude is another buzzword that it's, oh, what's your, what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? And I think that's another thing that we um, tend to overthink a lot, you know, and kind of maybe even beat ourselves up for, because it's, oh, well, I have a roof over my head and I have these things. I should be happy. And why am I not? And so 
really for me, what I tell people to think about is maybe that one thing that made you smile today, or that one thing that made you grin or gave you, you know, the excitement in your, your stomach with the butterflies today. And just trying to focus on that one thing, you know, for me, we all know I'm crazy about my pug. So I just turn around and I see them snoring or something and that made me happy. And I can write about that. Right. So I, I don't know if you want to hit home and a little bit on like what your take on gratitude is. Yeah. So I think the purpose of gratitude is really about the feeling it creates in your body. And the purpose of a lot of this, like personal development work that ties really deeply in with manifestation. It's about creating a feeling in your body because the feeling creates an energetic frequency or a vibration that you're putting out into the world. And that's what you attract back. So when we write down things like, well, I have a roof over my head and my family, usually these things are so ingrained in our mind that it doesn't create that feeling. But if you wrote down the way my grandmother smiled yesterday when I baked her cookies and delivered them, that's so much deeper than family. And it's going to create the feeling in your body. So I completely agree with you, Jess. And I think I read this in the Start Today Journal in the like introduction for how to do it. And they recommend that you write down things that have happened in the past 24 hours. And I like that because it helps you find joy in daily life and it trains your brain to look for it. I do think it slows me down a bit when I'm doing my journaling because I'm like, hmm, what did happen yesterday? And sometimes it takes me quite a while and I'm thinking, geez, this should come a bit quicker, but I don't force it. I, I think to myself, I kind of walk through my day and I think, oh yeah, that kind person held the door for me or, oh, it was so exciting when I checked off this like major milestone toward my goal. That felt so good. So I think it's really important to focus on the little things and Choose things that make you feel good in the now, because that's really getting at the essence of why we do gratitude in the first place. I love it. Like you said, that feeling, I think, and that's what really hits home. So again, we, like you said, it's ingrained. We know we have a roof over our head. We know we got to eat dinner tonight, things like that. But what else are we looking for and how are we living in that moment? So when we look, and like you said, the past 24 hours for those very little moments, because they're so easily overlooked. You just said, sometimes I have to go, hmm. I know good things happen, but what are they, right? So taking that time to really look from, because like you said, I'm going to get into this habit of, oh, that's what I'm going to write about tomorrow, right? And so kind of creating that moment and creating that in the here now moment. And then I think it also really helps with that awareness, right? What are my goals? What's making me happy? How am I working towards them? And really focusing on this is happening now and creating that awareness of this makes me happy this goal makes me happy. This milestone makes me happy. This person makes me happy. Right. And so really creating that awareness. Cause I think that's another hard question is what makes you happy. And I think sometimes times we're in this like structure of here's my nine five that I cook for the family that I do this. Okay. Now tuck everybody in. And we haven't really focused on ourselves. And I think this first five minutes of what you're saying of what am I, what makes me happy? What makes me feel that good? What's one thing of a goal that I want to focus on, I think is so powerful. I love it. You talked about it. It's in my non-negotiable 20 minutes. Cause again, so knowing who you are, you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you you're always on the phone with clients, coaching, scheduling things. You have a wedding coming up. You have a house, you, right? So you have your busy thing as well. So how do you say husband, family, clients, how do you make this 20 minutes of this is just me? I think having a schedule is really helpful. So I actually only take client calls from 12 to five. And I do that really intentionally because I want my mornings for myself. 
sometimes I am working in my business and doing other work that's not on calls, but sometimes I am journaling, exercising, putting away the laundry, doing things that I need to do for me. And I'm really strict on that schedule. So when I'm on a call and a client says, could you do 11? I say, how's next week at noon? And I really push this. Sometimes I would be willing in very rare cases to break my boundary for things that are really wonderful opportunities. So if Oprah says, Jacqueline, do you want to be on my podcast? It's at 7 a.m. I will be up at five and I will still do my journaling, but I will definitely say yes. I don't even know if Oprah has a podcast. That's <laughs> But you get what I'm saying. Occasionally there might be things that are worth it to you, but you really have to know what that line is and it, it shouldn't be often. I think that's really important. And I think sometimes something else I've learned is I need to be flexible with my schedule, but not flexible with my non-negotiable. So what that means to me is, for example, Richie, that's my fiance. He might say, Jacqueline, we have to take the car into the shop. The tire pressure's low, this or that. And I know you don't actually have to take it if the tire pressure's low. It's something you can do at home, <laughs> just using it as an example. The oil needs to be changed, right? Yeah. So he has to go to work at seven. So I have to do it before then. And so my whole morning's thrown off. And then once I've done that, then I'm like rushing to a workout class that I signed up for. And then I didn't get to do my journaling. I would still hold to my non-negotiable at some other time in my day. So maybe it's before bed that night. I've done this same thing with exercise. I prefer to do it in the morning, but sometimes I do it after work because that's when it fits better. And I like to be flexible with my schedule because it feels less like I'm gripping onto life so tightly, but that I still have a routine that I'm really committed to. And I think sometimes it's about setting your boundary of when you genuinely aren't willing to do something. If I really wasn't willing to take the car to the shop, I would just say, Hey, I really can't do it. This is something I need to do for me. And I probably wouldn't say that every time I'd probably just be a little flexible with my schedule. But if I really was feeling down negative mindset and like, I just couldn't do it. I would set that standard for myself because I know that the people who love me want me to be my best self. And when I need to take time for me to be my best self, I'm going to say it to them. I'm going to set the boundary and they're going to respect it because they love me and they want to see me happy and thriving. And to be quite honest, they probably noticed that I haven't been, if I've been feeling that off, that I really need to take that time. I love that. I think what you said too, is this is something that's important to me. And I think, um, I think more women, but still, I think a lot of us do this like people pleasing. So we'll put our needs on the back burner. So such as journaling, this is something I'm going to do today. It's 20 minutes. We can hold off on what we're going to do. But if not, like you said, if it's something like there's an appointment we have to get to or Oprah calls me, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to move it later. And I think sometimes we let that frustration of moving it take over instead of understanding that, Hey, that we could just move this to later. You know what I mean? It's so keeping us on the schedule instead of just completely taking us off. And I think sometimes we just automatically go to, I'm just going to take it off the schedule and not do it ever again. Right. And we end up getting things out of the habit, whether it's a workout, whether it's journaling, things like that. Right. If we don't continue to do it and keep it a non-negotiable, it doesn't come a habit anymore. Right. Yeah. And I think something that helps with that for me personally is keeping the non-negotiables realistic for you in your life. So for me, my non-negotiable with exercise is three times a week. That's it. 
it's two spin classes, one yoga class. And sometimes I exercise more than that. If I have more free time, I'm happy to take on more, but it's something for me that I'm able to commit to. Whereas when I tried to commit to five days, it was like, oh, can't do it today. I have to run an errand for the wedding. And the only time I can do it is in the morning. So now the class gets canceled and now I just don't do it. And then I felt bad about it. Whereas when I have the non-negotiable of three times, no matter what, even if it's on a Saturday afternoon, I've been able to find three times, even if it's 10 minutes of yoga in the hotel room before I go to my meetings for the day, I've been able to do that. So I think having a realistic conversation with yourself about what are my values. And for me, like with exercise, for example, I value moving my body because it makes me feel good because I care about my health, but three times a week is good for me. It makes me feel good. I'm not that interested in doing it more than that. Whereas for someone else, it's their number one value. It's their number one way that they manage their mental health. I would say it's, it's a, it's an add-on for me. It's a bonus. The number one way I manage my mental health is probably journaling and having my own coach. So that's why I'm able to commit to that three times and it feels good for me. So I think it's about feeling into what feels good for you and what you need and what your values are. Maybe journaling is a value of yours, but it's not super important. So maybe you just take five minutes Monday to Friday and you do a really short, just five things you're grateful for. That's it. That's your whole practice. So feeling into what's right for you and making it realistic, I think is helpful to not just cancel it, but to be able to move it when things come up. I love it. So I feel like you said a couple of things there. One, you have more than just one habit. And I think, again, that's why I love this podcast because we talk about so many different habits, but there's one that you know for sure works for you, right? And you're like, this is the one that I know works. Other ones are great benefits to my, you know, relaxing, just make my me time, things like that. But I know this one cannot become off the table, right? So learning again, creating that awareness, you know, which one is working, but for you to create that awareness, trying different things. So what does trying journal look like? It's literally just starting with that five minutes. It's starting with getting that pen and paper. What made me happy today? What gave me the, the butterflies in the stomach? What is one goal I'm happy for? I want to work towards, right? And starting that habit, I think is important. And you also said something I think is also important is when we're doing this, we're communicating with ourselves, right? So we're communicating with, this is what I need, but we're also communicating with our people in our life. I just need these 20 minutes. I have to go to this class today. If we have to meet now, I'm going to have to go later. So just having that talk. So it's an inner talk and it's a talk with everybody else, right? So I think those are the two are two big things too. Thanks. Yeah, it's really powerful when you integrate these habits into your life. For sure. So habits, boundaries, journaling, all this is so important, but you are also so important. So I want everybody to hear who you are, how we can connect with you and everything in between. Yeah. So I'm a life coach, speaker, and author. I am incredibly passionate about helping women create lives that they genuinely love. I think we all deserve to wake up in the morning with that spark and feel so excited about the life we're creating most of the time. And I think that's lacking from a lot of women's lives. And I'm committed to making a difference in the world and helping as many women as I can to light that fire within them. So that's me and that's what I do. And the best places to connect with me would be on my podcast. If you like listening to podcasts, it's called Spark Your Light. And on Instagram, you can find me at Jacqueline DiGregorio. I love it. Jacqueline, thank you so much for coming on here, telling everybody how to journal and everything in between. And I just, I really, really respect you. And thank you so much. 
Thank you so much for having me. It's so much fun and you have an amazing show. Thank you so much for listening to Stress Less with me, Jess. Please leave a review about today's episode. Subscribe to upcoming episodes. They come out every Tuesday. Or follow me at Journey to Yourself 101 where you can see upcoming workshops or online courses that I have going on. Or just shoot me an email at jessica at journeytoyourself.net.